you're listening to Asia Never Manacy on Reasoning with Prejudice, where we debate, discuss, and overthink topics that are sometimes meaningful, sometimes lighthearted, but always interesting. And you don't even have to give us a penny for our thoughts. This week, we're going to talk about the ever so popular TV show Squid Game. <laughs> I definitely did not just tell you to say that. In that exact tone. <laughs> <laughs> right, so we all we've all seen it, haven't we? We've we've all seen it. Yeah. Everybody saw it, I yeah. think. But no, actually my uncle hasn't seen it. He's like the only one in the whole of the world actually who hasn't seen it. Yeah, everybody's talking about it. I don't see it though. I don't see the Yeah. Hype. It's not that great, like I can controversial see... opinion. <laughs> Um, I don't know. A, a lot of people are saying that it that is overrated, but like some are they? Yeah. Nobody I know has ever said that except you and I. Really. Yeah. But it's like if something is hyped up to that extent, it's like it has to be overrated unless it's absolutely amazing. Like Stranger Things, that was hyped up a lot, and I would say fair enough. It was pretty good, especially the third season. Yeah. Yeah. Some things, even Harry Potter. Okay, yeah. That's but like fair. Squid Game, I think the concept's been done before. Like mm-hmm. Hunger Games, Maze Runner, yeah. that kind of thing. Like I didn't I divergent. I feel like they all come into the same category. Like the courier pack of packs are like um the bully guy and his gang. Yeah. And then we have them fighting for survival, all of them poor. Yeah. It all reminds me of the district and the Hunger Games vibes. So like yeah, like a dog eat dog kind of fending for yourself. Not really... Really dystopian society. Yeah. Like, the main character is the only one that people kind of relate to because they're the only ones that are doing good. Like, it's not bad. I mean, there are other people that do good, but the main character is, like, the only one with proper empathy, I feel like. No, the like, um, the guy, the Pakistan guy. Oh, oh, Ali. Was, yeah, Ali. He, he, did, he did well, I guess. But, like, I... Th- I think he was too naive to yeah. good to be relatable. I read um a meme and it was like his character is basically like it like shows that if you're too nice, people are gonna take advantage of you and it's just it won't end well for you. But I think that's a really bad message because being nice is different to being naive. I kind of get it because if you're too nice, you kind of only see the best in people. Don't you? Because you think people are going to be like you. So you only see the best in people and you don't see them. No, but that's the difference with naivety. Because you can be nice and not expect everyone to be nice. That is true. Is it like, true. It's a different thing to being naive. So he was both, so that was bad. You can still be nice and and still oh, like, like the main be person, smart. for example. Yeah. But I wouldn't call him really nice because like, he kind of stole money off his mum like, at the very first episode. Main character? Mm. Oh, I don't gamble. Oh, oh, yeah. Um, so I wouldn't say he's too nice. He was nice in the game, which is off-character for him, how they portrayed him to be in the first episode. I think the first episode is a bit shaky. Like, To be honest, yeah, like, they didn't set it up properly. Mm-hmm. Like, if it was me watching it, I would have no, like, out, outward opinion, like, affecting. I would have stopped watching it fine. Yeah. I did stop watching it because um, I remember Shweta showed it to me. And we watched the first episode, I was, like, I was so bored, I was like, I'm not watching this crud. And then um, and then it got the hype, and then I was like, well, I'm going to have to watch it now. So. But everyone was so obsessed with it, I don't get it, I mm. really don't get it. It's not, it's worth watching one time, and I didn't really understand the last part, like, I think it was, like, very predictable. Every single episode is predictable. Oh, no, the one that I didn't... I wasn't predicting was... Okay, spoilers ahead, in case you haven't watched it, but, like, why would you listen to this without yeah, watching? Yeah, this whole podcast will have spoilers. Um, actually, no, a, a lot of the games I didn't guess. I guessed every single outcome. No, the... the Oh, the outcome. Mm. Um, I know, with the glass bridge, that episode, I was, like, shocked that only three of them made it through. Like, I knew that... I knew that not a lot of them would be able to get through because obviously that's like a stupid game. I think I counted the episodes and I was like, mm, not many people would get that. Oh, okay. 
No, I was like, because the the bully guy and the annoying woman, you like you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were like they were main they were kind of main characters. So when they died, I was like, oh shit. But I knew um the nice guy, and the guy who went to uni will go till the end. SNU guy. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. They were like the mainest characters. I was I was shocked when Ali died though, cause he was. I knew he was not gonna last. As I knew the first episode, I was like, this guy's main, not first, second, whatever he was interviews. Yeah. I was like, this guy's meant to be killed, so he'll have more emotion for the. Yeah, yeah. He's like the one that. They always get someone nice and they kill them off. So I like think that one thing that was like a little bit unpredictable was like, you know, the rude girl who sacrifices herself for the other one, the other girl. That one. She wasn't the... rude. Well, I didn't expect her death to actually be that sad. Mm. I mean, it wasn't actually that sad, but like compared to the other characters. Yeah. I didn't really feel sad at the grandpa's death. No, he was like. Amina was sad for a day or something. I've heard. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So my sister, she um, she watched the sixth episode. It was the one where they have to um, they partner up basically, and with within your partner, one of you has to die. Um, if they lose a game of your choosing, if you actually cared about the person, I guess you could sacrifice yourself, and that's what this woman did. And she was like. Yeah, Amina was just really upset. She was really depressed. She came to me, like, in the morning after she watched. She was like, Asia, I'm so depressed. So she watched this episode. It was so sad. But she didn't specify which one was sad. I think the main two were the woman and and uh, the naive guy, the nice guy. Mm. And the old guy being a game maker. I think um I was was watching I was watching it with my uni friend mm-hmm. when I first started watching it and she said, you know this the old guy might be the game maker and I I told what? her and I told her if that happens it's too predictable. And that's what happened. I I didn't predict that at all. No, I, was... I think it's too predictable because it's unpredictable and people it's done a lot. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's it's really weird because. I just, I didn't understand it because this guy, he, he was obviously bored with his life or something, right? What kind of psychopath do you have to be to watch that many people die and know it's because of you just to like get some kick out of it? That could be said about the game makers for Hunger Games as well. Yeah, I know. They were, they were psychopaths. I guess, but like, I think that's the thing if you're having like too much money or too little money, you have no options. You like do that's have what, that's options. You could. They could have done the games. They could have done anything. Why did you have to kill people? To raise the stakes. You could have raised the stakes in other ways. Like how? Increase the debt. I don't know. Who would actually go for it? Do you think us maybe would go for it if they increase the debt? What really? You think increasing the debt is worse than being killed? Yes, because. The people who signed up, they'd be like, oh, I get released one way or another. What do I have to live for outside? That's what most people said when they came in. They're like, I have nothing to live for outside. No, people yeah. did have stuff to live for. No, no, like no. the woman, she wanted to live because she had a little brother that she had to take care of. She had to get her mom Fair out. Fair enough. And then like um, uh, the Pakistan guy had his family. Yeah. Fair enough. But so most of the people who are like, oh, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay, I'm going to stay. Uh, the reason they gave was... Think about the life outside. What do I have to live for? There's debt. There's nothing for me to live for. So I might as well come here and fight for there my are, life. There are things to live for, but they just needed money to live for them. Yeah, exactly. So like, they can return to the life they had. They showed they had like family and people to live for. Mm. But it's not really a good life because they didn't have money. Mm. It was a really depressing life. They don't have an option. And they do what they've got to do. But I think if they, if they increase the debt, not many people would stay. They'd be like, what, make my life more miserable than it is right now? No, thank you. If they really wanted death, they could kill themselves. They don't want death. They're gambling on life. They're thinking, one way I could win. The other way, well, well, sucks to die, but like, might as well gamble it, then go back to living my life how it was. If you're gambling your life, then... At least if you're increasing the debt, they have an option to live afterwards. Yeah, but this way, this way, 
they are not returning to the life they had. No matter what the outcome, they're not returning to their horrible, horrible life that they just left behind. They're not returning. Yeah. Yeah. See, I would like... Uh, in the first episode, I think, it, or the second episode, when they were voting whether mm. to do it or not, I was like, why are so many people doing it? Like, saying yes, they want to take part after that traumatic thing that they just went through. But then I was thinking, well, it's easy for me to say. I'm I'm very comfortable. I'm spoiled. I'm like, I have everything I need, oh, really. Now that I now that you bring it up, mm. I'm thinking... You know the old man was the last vote. Yeah. Why did he? Why did he vote for no? I don't want to uh, continue the game. Oh. He was the game maker, right? I remember you did have some good then, because by doing that, the people who didn't definitely didn't want to do it. I mean, the people who came back were the people who really actually wanted to do it. So that he was giving actually, them a yeah. chance. Okay, that that's fair enough then. That's good of him. Okay, that's fair enough, because people who came back, they came back on their own free will. Yeah. Like, you came in, like, you knew the consequences. Yeah. You still came in. That, yeah. But most people came back in. With the old man, it's, it's so, it's so weird, like, because you want to, you feel, like, sympathy towards him throughout the whole show, because he's, like, helpless, and he, he's got no one, no one wants to be part of his team, like, everyone kind of, you know... And he's, like, sympathetic towards the main character. Like, he let him win the marble game, right? He let him win. And he... I think, yeah. So, there is some good in him. But he's just... Bored. Yeah, that's so awful. So awful. Like, why did he have to kill people? Yeah, killing off nice characters... When, when have we seen that before? We, we saw it in Hunger Games with Rue. Mm. She was like... And also, um, Hunger Games part to Catch and Fire. Mm. The old lady. Oh, yeah. Um, who was sacrificed. Who was, was always riding in the back of Finnick. Yeah. Yeah. Finnick Adair. Like, you always know the nice ones are never going to make it out. And it's so, like... It's so annoying. That that's how the world has to work. Even Primrose. Oh, yeah. Prim didn't have to die. I think she did. Why? The whole of Mockingjay was such a waste of a time. It had no impact except for the part where she died. No, that had no impact either. I was like, what the hell? Like, what it's even war. happened? People die in war. Mm. If, if no one Katniss knows dies, that's like biased. Everyone she knew died. Who died? In the Hunger Games, only she came out. Yeah, but like that's the Hunger Games and Mockingjay, it's a full out, blown out war. People die. Yeah. And Hunger Games, think about it, it actually worked in her favour, except Rue. Mm. She didn't mourn for anybody's death. Yeah, it's because when you're in that situation, you kind of have to be cutthroat. Fair enough. Like, the Hunger Games is different to this though, because with this... There can be more than one winner. Yeah, well, anyone could have won. Mm-hmm. Even for Hunger Games and Catching Fire, you could have more than one winner. Yeah, but they didn't know that. Towards the, yeah, they knew halfway through. They were like, oh, yeah, you can have two winners if they're from the same district. Oh, oh, that was, um, yeah, the first one. Yeah, yeah, the second one. No. Yeah, the second one, they were in cahoots. Second one, they had oh, a team, no, but yeah, they weren't. They didn't yeah. know they were allowed because to Because that's when, like, um, I remember in the interview, mm-hmm. they asked uh, Peter, like, who's going to get out now? Like, I wouldn't, uh, she's going to get out because she's pregnant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's such a crap move, by, by the way. If it was me, I'd have been like, no, I'm not. Mm. No, it was a good move. Also, we've gone a bit off topic. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. So this might be a bit of a controversial topic, but what did you think about the guy? I actually don't know this this guy's name. I don't think they ever mentioned his name. But what do you think about the guy who was always praying? Who was always praying... To God. Oh, he would do everything and I'd say, forgive me, God. Forgive me for the sins I've done. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit of a controversial topic because like religion and stuff. Okay. Here's what I think. Yeah. I don't think he was wrong. It's like, at that point in your time, 
there's nothing you can do except cause harm and god is something or religion is something you turn to for comfort for like for you to make make yourself feel better and at that point everybody not just him we all do such stuff to make ourselves feel better that's what he was seeking 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 his salvation in god mm. there's nothing wrong with that i get logically you're like oh don't do something bad and then ask for forgiveness if you can actually stop yourself from doing bad mm-hmm. but sometimes you do crap stuff i understand that but i remember it was um the girl i don't know her name but the girl who sacrificed herself for sabiuk um she called him out on it and i can't remember what exactly she said but she was i can't remember can you remember what she said when she like called she had him a good out? point yeah i don't remember what she called she made it's like god isn't going to help us in here or no that was not the point um and we can't say like we can't make a statement on that whether god can help because none of us know yeah did you watch it with the dub or without with 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 the dub i feel like authentic shows you're supposed to watch it in the like language we created you mean without the dub i'm oh, sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was i watched it in korean yeah. you can feel the emotion when you watch in korean yeah no when i cuz i watched it in with the dub and cuz i thought yeah so i wanted to watch the show in, in like the background so i didn't want to pay full attention to it so i was like okay i need to have it on english so that i don't have to look at the screen mm. all the time and i remember when you came round you had it on the korean and the difference in the acting is so, impeccable like oh my god like it made the show so much better did. And like one of the points that I was thinking about while I was watching the whole show, I was like, oh my god, the acting is so shit. Like, especially the worst one was the annoying woman. I don't know her name, right? But she, oh my god, her lines in the dub, <laughs> they are so cringeworthy. I literally cringed whenever she was in the show. Oh my god. I mean, it was cringeworthy even in Korean. Oh, was it? Okay. I think her character's supposed to be like that. But a little bit cringy, not as cringy as I am guessing. Yeah, it was so bad. But, um, but it brings it out the emotion. Yeah, yeah. You know, do you remember we watched um Korean TV show like before Boys Over Flowers or something? Yeah. In English, it wouldn't have had the same effect. Mm. I don't think. No, I was gonna watch it in English. I was so close, and then um, my flatmate she was like, "No, let's watch in Korean." Yeah. Korean. Wait, so did Amina want to watch in Korean and you? No, I wa- she had already watched it. My dad my dad is against subtitles, like religiously against subtitles. What? Yeah, he's like, I can't concentrate. Oh. Yeah. I mean, you said religious, I was like, what religion does it work? No, as in like, he doesn't, mm. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, what did you think about the annoying woman? She, um, she, she had it, she had like a game plan, right? So she wanted to get in with the with the the strong group by having sex with the strongest one. She, well, yeah, that was part to get with him and then to earn his trust. She like gave him the the hot needle, right? I mean the lighter mm-hmm. to melt the honey honeycomb. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. So she got that's like it's a good strategy, like because you know people like that who have nothing to lose. They're going to be, like, dangerous people. So you want to make sure you're safe. Mm, the thing is, if I was her, mm. I wouldn't have given the lighter because he was going to die. And one strong competitor out. Yeah. That like, is why true. would you help? Because, like, I would not trust people like that. They have nothing to lose. You never know when they're going to turn on you. Mm. Why yeah, that's you, the thing. Why would you help somebody? And it was not, like, guaranteed, like, he would get on her side and stay by her side. Mm. he didn't i would not i would be like is he gonna die is he a bad person i'm not gonna help them i think she she on no she overestimated her seduction skills yeah (laughs) like she she was so confident she was like everyone's gonna regret not being in a pair with me like i think that was just like I say stuff like that, not because, like, I believe it, but because 
first I think it intimidates people mm. which it actually does like in real life not like how she doesn't she goes overboard with it mm. but like when I do it I think it intimidates people people think you're confident mm. and I think it's like a defense mechanism in a way if you keep saying you're confident and you're awesome people don't actually see how insecure you are sometimes yeah it's actually true like and then if you say it enough times you start to believe it mm. you do say that to me like a lot like you and Shweta both say that to me but I mm. you fake it till you make it yeah that actually works though I stand by it 100% it doesn't work for me it's because you don't fake it enough <laughs> you fake it initially now I don't think I fake it anymore but mm. initially when I started it when I started doing oh I'm confident I wasn't actually I was shaking inside but you just pretend to be confident if you do it enough people actually start to believe it mm. you start to believe it it doesn't matter what people think what's matter what you think well, it didn't really work out for her, did it? Well, she went very overboard with it. Yeah. She she was just annoying. Like, people just didn't want to listen to her. She was so annoying. And, like, the the bully guy, the evil guy, the tough guy, mm-hmm. yeah, who she got with, he was, like, he, like, called her old and he, like, insulted her and then she still slept with him and, like, I don't know. She he was just he he was probably just really horny. Just wanted to get some and then yeah, ditched her at the first um, opportunity. Whether he was horny or not, I think she kind of threw herself over him and he's not gonna leave. He like, you know what? I just turned down on like an opportunity to have sex. Yeah, yeah. You know. Now that I'm thinking about it, they didn't have protection in there, right? Like, who brings condoms to a place? What if she was pregnant? The game wasn't going to last nine months. Yeah, but still. Well, then maybe he would die with her. Mm. She might have still been pregnant. It probably didn't even last a month, so she probably didn't even realise she was pregnant without skipping her period or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least, like, what do you think is the worst death in the... So you have like you're falling to your death, you're being shot, being stabbed in the final game. I guess. Mm. I think most, e- yeah, either shot or fall. Okay, so basically, getting shot, I think that'd be quick and painless. Yeah. No, but. So that's a way you shot. Yeah. So like some of them, especially in the first game, it wasn't very accurate. Oh, right? being burned to death. Oh yeah, there was a there was a guy who was alive in the coffin when they put yeah. him out. Oh, or shit, like yeah. getting operated on while you're still like oh, conscious. Oh, that's awful. That's the worst way. Yeah. Oh my god, the scene where the doctor's like, oh my god, this person woke up and they I were was operating the eye. Oh god, and they woke up. Oh god, that that was traumatic. Okay, that that's the worst way to go. Gunshot if it's to the head or like in quick and painless, fine. Mm. Uh, stabbing, not a big fan, but it's if it's to the heart or like somewhere like vital quickly fine falling to death not gonna lie i always thought the falling part would be fun it's not the fall that kills you it's a landing yeah but when you hit the ground i don't think that would be enough to kill you especially from the height that they were doing it oh yeah i think you'd like you'd break your bones and you'd feel the pain yeah all your organs would get like crushed and you'd just have a slow kind of death while you're bleeding internally or whatever and externally wow when you say bleeding internally they're medical students, right? Yeah. That should that should come to mind, like what happens with organs and stuff. Yeah. But guess what comes to mind? What? Without you. What's without you? The song without you. You cut out a piece of me. Oh my and god. And you left here. <laughs> <laughs> left here. With me breathing in tongue. It's oh, kind of bad. Wow. It's so embarrassing. Mm. I mean, Shweta did have it on repeat. Yeah. Like, so. For all of summer, the whole song. Mm. Um, <laughs> bleed internally. Okay. <laughs> yeah, falling, falling is the worst one, because I think it would be slow. I think I would enjoy the fall. It's it's a landing that kills you, but the landing would be painful. Yeah. But yeah, that's. Mm. I don't know why we're talking about the favorite ways to die. Yeah. Hopefully, we won't die. I like the question you had about um, pests. Oh yeah, yeah. So um. When I was watching it, my sister had already watched it um, on episode six when they were choosing partners. She was like, Asia, 
would you partner up with me? And I, I, I had no idea what was going to happen. And like, um, yeah, like I'd never guessed that the game would be what the game would be. So I was like, yeah, of course I'd, of course I'd pair up with you. Anybody would. Anybody would pair up with yeah. the person they trust the most. Yeah, like one, one guy and one couple, they went in together and they paired up. Mm. Husband and wife. Like you pair up with the person you trust the most. And then you get told that one of you has to die. And she was like, so you chose to be with me, right? So what would you do now? And I was like, oh, wait, my back God. up, back up, back up. What? You have two options. Yeah. One person is like the person you trust the most or one person is the person you have the best chance with. Mm. Who would you go with? The best chance of winning with. Who would you choose? Like the university guy. Yeah. He picked the strongest competitor over his potentially the person he trusts the most. Who does he trust the most? The main guy, I'm guessing. I don't think so. I think he picked he picked Ali because he had a strong chance with him and also he's easy to manipulate. Okay, fair enough. Okay, either way. Strongest competitor you have the best chance to win with or he didn't know what the game was, so he picked Ali because he's the best competitor. Yeah. And like would you pick someone you trust the most? Um Yeah, trust the most. Because in that kind of situation, you kind of feel, you feel scared, right? You're going to be terrified. And you have to, I would choose the person that I feel safest yeah, with. Yeah, that's true. Me too. That's like my human kind of. And you need to be able to trust them. You need to be able to know how they think. Because yeah. it's a team game. Yeah. Fair enough. That's what I would do. That's a smart thing to do. Yeah. I guess that, like, that, that's the worst thing in this scenario, though. Mm. Because then, yeah. What would you do? No, well, I wouldn't be able to live with myself if I survived. So, your sister would say the same thing? I guess we'd both either just refuse to play or both just play and see where it goes. I think both playing is the best. Why? Because it's either both of you die or one of you dies. Wouldn't it in that situation? Wouldn't it be you better both, both if you die? Yeah. Logically, it doesn't make sense. But yeah. think about your parents. Would they rather lose both their daughters at the same time or one? In that case, like you're assuming that we're gonna survive the rest of the games, and like, I don't think I would. <laughs> yeah, but thing is, you might, mm. because you're smart. Even if you're not strong, though. Yeah, but with, you know, the husband, he hung himself, right? Mm -hmm. Couldn't live with himself. Yeah, same. Like, I'd say both of us, let's just not play. We'll just spend this time together. And both of us get shot. Yeah. That's the only logical situation. I don't know how the husband won the game. They obviously just, like, they probably went in for their kids, right? So they were like, okay, we can't both die because they have probably have a family. Well, that's what I'm assuming. And then they were like, at least one of us will get out if we play. And they probably just left it up to chance. Oh, yeah, so for the glass bridge, mm. what number would you have picked? Okay. So I watched this with Amina, who Amina is Asia's sister, who had already watched the show. She told me, pick a number, Niv. And I said, three or seven. And she goes... Three or seven? Pick one. And then I go, three. And then she just smiles. <laughs> she's like, nodded. She's like, would you rather be... And then she paused the thing again. She asked, would you rather be the first to play a game? Or like, one of the first few people to play a game? Or one of the last few to play a game? Mm. You always want to be in the middle. Like, that. that's human nature. Like, for me, you know, he, he was like... He was waiting for everyone else to pick first. I would, like, run to the middle. I would want to be in the middle. That was, like, my instinct. I think middle's a safe place to be. Yeah. I went for three. You would be dead, Nev. I would be dead. I would be dead too. I think the middle. Unless the glass guy... If that glass guy was at the front, they all could have survived. Because he could tell. Mm, that is actually true, to be honest. Mm. But, but the game makers would have switched off the lights long before. Because mm. they wouldn't let everybody pass. Yeah, they wouldn't. So, mm. no. I think if the glass guy was in the middle, more likely nobody would have stood a chance. Most people would have died, if not all. Yeah, I was lucky that he was at the end then. 
I mean, not lucky for him because he got killed. He was always going to get killed. If he was the last one, he would have stood a chance. Yeah. Because he wouldn't have had to tell people. He did still stand a chance, right? If one person before him got one square further, then they wouldn't have realised that he knew the glass. Because like, they turned the lights off on the last square, right? So if he was one square ahead, if as a group they got one square ahead, they would have all survived, all four of them. But Sangwoo, like, he could have just waited. Like, why did he... Oh, there was a timer. There was a timer, yeah. But yeah, he pushed in. And it happened to be the wrong one. Bangor was the wrong one. Yeah. For him. Out of all the 50-50 shots of when people, like, pushed people, they all ended up dead. Like, that's such bad odds. I mean, the odds are the same, but it's just so unlucky. But it's better for the person who pushed a baseball in. <laughs> yeah. Imagine they turn around after being <laughs> pushed in. The hell? They should have done that with the, with the bully guy. Like, they should have fallen and then they should have, um, he should have just landed on the glass and then he should have got up, pushed the woman off and then just, not pushed the woman off, but like, started something. I don't know. That would have been yeah, entertaining. Yeah, that's true. The hell you just did? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you wouldn't even be surprised though. You've just seen, like, how many people get pushed before you and you're like shocked that someone behind you pushed, pushed you. <laughs> after the three of them crossed mm. they made all the glass shatter after the timer ended oh yeah it was like unnecessary like hurt yeah she got really badly hurt with that mm. that's that's the reason like she could have lived if it wasn't for that mm. yeah do you think yeah because with the squid game right at the end you can have two players i mean you can have more than one more than two players right mm. Because they were playing it in the beginning of the show. And it showed like loads of kid, kids playing it. I think she could have survived. Well, we haven't spoken about this, uh, the police guy, right? So there was this police guy in the whole show, right? And he was, he was kind of obsessed with finding his brother. Who, spoiler alert, turns out to be like the main, the main guy behind it. Below the old man. He kind of infiltrated the whole place, right? And he's seen all these people dying, seeing like all this tragedy and like awfulness and crime. And he just basically does nothing. Like what? I don't, I don't know why he stayed because clearly, I don't know, he was trying to find the game makers, I guess, who was in charge. No, he was trying to find his brother the whole time. He was like obsessed with just breaking in, finding the records, finding out who his brother, like, was associated mm. with why he was here. He could have saved so many people if he had just called the police. Yeah. Or shared his location or something. I mean, he tried to in the end, but only because he was forced to. Like, he was forced to... Um... He had to because he was in trouble. Yeah. Until he, his life was, on, it was in danger, mm. he did nothing. Yeah. He just watched. He watched people get operated. He watched people get shot. Mm. He watched people suffer in all the games. Oh, so awful. All for what? His one brother. Mm. I'm sorry, but is he a good police officer? I think not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy for us to say, but I think... Fair enough, but each and every person is a brother to somebody else. Sister to somebody else. A wife, a mother, yeah. father. What about all of them? Yeah, the only person he cared about was his brother, right? So when the surgeon got... When he got the surgeon or one of the workers who was on the operating table alone, he was like... That was my brother that you that you were laughing about, and he was like, it wasn't. It was it was a woman, and he was like, oh, you can go then. That's fine. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> He's operated on a live person, and uh, yeah, that's fine because it wasn't my brother. But with the um with the operating stuff, like at least they were putting the bodies to good use. Like think they were selling it. It was for monetary gain. Okay, but there is a deficit of organs, right? There could have been people's lives, like... It was not consented. It wasn't consented. Actually, we're in an opt-out system right now. They're not part of England. Okay, fine, but don't you think it's moral to have an opt-out system? 
mean, that's a different issue. But no, saying. even the opt-out system, yeah. you're given the choice to opt-out. So there's still a choice. Like, you're all still put in the system, but you can, like, opt to not be in it. You can opt to still have your organs. None of the people are given that option. You, you can't just steal the, organs. You know how the law works in Korea? Either way, I'm pretty sure they did not consent to selling off their organs. They don't even get the money. Mm. And the government's not getting the money. It's not for free. Yeah. Like, it's so unethical. Like, I'm sure it's saving a life. But, actually, I think the only advantage is, like, it's helping somebody else. Yeah. But at what cost? Well, they were going to burn the bodies anyway. I think there's... um. This was actually part of our exam, like, a few days ago. Yeah. Uh, there's two uh, types of approaches. Mm. One is a utilitarian, and, and the other one's called deontological. Right. The utilitarian approach is uh, the approach or the option or the choice that you have, which will do the most good to the most number of people. Yeah. And the deontological approach is the duty-based uh, system. Mm-hmm. So, for example... Um, this is taking back to the good place, the show. They give an example as like, okay, you're a doctor. Mm. There's five people, sick people who need organs and there's one healthy person. By killing that one healthy person and taking out his organs, you can save five people. Mm-hmm. So the utilitarian approach says you can do it because what gives the most good to most people? But the deontological approach, which is duty-based uh, ethical system, says you can't because as a doctor, your first rule, is your duty is to do no harm. Mm-hmm. And you can't break that. Yeah. So which do you prefer, the utilitarian approach or the deontological approach? But the person's already dead. In this scenario, there is a dead person. No, they're not always dead. So some of them are still lying, living on the table. They would have been killed. They would have been killed anyway because okay, they get put enough. into coffins and they get incinerated. Okay. Fair enough. So you're either going to get the organs. Or nothing else good is going to happen with that body. So it's better that it's put to some use than not. That is true. That is very true. What was your favourite game? I like the first game because I feel like I've played it before. Oh, the red light, green light, yeah. Um, but really, none of the games were that interesting for me. Mm. They were so, like, meh. <laughs> yeah. I like, it was... It was interesting to, I mean, it was fun to keep guessing when you didn't know what it was. You were like, and like when Amina especially was asking me the questions, what number would you pick? Would you pair up with me? That kind of thing. What yeah, shape yeah, would yeah. you pick? I think that was that was made fun because we watched it with Amina. Yeah. But I don't know. Otherwise the games are a bit meh. Yeah. They weren't that great. Um, I think the tug of war was pretty good because... The old guy helped out with the strategy. Yeah. They like because it was so against all odds that they would they would win that because their team was so well, shit. But their team would have never lost because the old guy was there. The game makers surely wouldn't have let the old guy die. No, I think he went in there consenting to no, no, die. No. There's no way. Okay, consenting to die. He technically did lose the marble game. Why didn't he die? Because he could could have lived then. There was always gonna be someone saving him. He saved himself. What do you mean? With the tug of war thing. Yeah, but like, if his team had lost, it was still like, it's a good strategy, but people could have still lost. And I feel like, you know how he said, oh, I played it when I was a young boy. That's probably a lie. Because he watched so many people. Some team would have employed that strategy. He probably copied some of the teams who came before them. Yeah, he came up with the games probably, right? Mm-hmm. So he probably came up with games that he was good at and he knew. Oh, fair enough. That's probably true. Yeah. And he was like enjoying life, playing the game. Yeah. That, that could be either because he had nothing to lose mm. because he was dying already mm-hmm. and he didn't mind dying, which was what we thought. And which is probably still true because he was still in the bed, hospital bed by the end. Yeah. Or, no, but that, that was a year later. No, that's so true. He still had a year to live. Yeah. Or he thought, you know, I'm never going to die, so let's just enjoy and play the game. Yeah. I think people like it so much because of like the psychological aspect and kind of putting yourself into that situation and thinking about how you would act. It's called voyeuristic pleasure. Oh, didn't know that. Sorry, visceral pleasure. Voyeuristic is like, I guess it could be visceral and voyeuristic. Visceral is like when you just view something and then you get pleasure from it. Mm. Voyeuristic pleasure is like 
when you experience it. Like so, roller coaster would be voyeuristic. Watching a movie would be visceral. I think this comes in between visceral and voy- voyeuristic mm-hmm. because you kind of like see it and then you enjoy it, and also you kind of like try to put yourself in the situation, like what Amina did to us. Yeah. If you were like, if you were part of the game, would you want? to get rid of as many people as possible or would you want more people in the game by the end that is a good question more people would mean more competition for me and less money for me yeah but it's still a lot of money okay fair enough split between that many people and like yeah then i would want more people to live okay if it was a smaller prize money then would you want less people to live if I had enough money to get rid of all my debt or most of my debt for me to live like an all right life, mm. then I'd want more people. Mm. If it's not getting rid of much of my debt, I think it's only a little bit, but I'm not putting myself through nothing. There's also, um, you have to think about like what's more likely to make you survive. So like, if there are more people, there's more kind of buffers for the game. So there's more chance that you'll survive if there's like 10 people than if there's only three people do you know what i mean that is a, that is a very good point to be honest yeah that is actually a good point yeah so it actually is advantage if advantages for you if there's more people yeah especially weaker people as well it depends on which spectrum which part of the spectrum you lie in the stronger half or the weaker half well you're never going to be the weakest you're never going to be the strongest so you can you can always be the strongest or the weakest if you're thinking about the whole world, there's so many people that, like, you can't really do it. Mm-hmm. But when there's, like, only 100 people, 200 people, you can easily be the weakest or the strongest. No, because it depends what you're thinking about. Strongest in what? Weakest in what? Exactly. You can be the strongest in, like, physically. You can be the weakest physically. You can be the strongest mentally. You can be the weakest mentally. You can always be one Yeah, so you won't be the strongest of everything. You won't be the weakest of everything. That is true, but when there's like less number of people, like say ten people, mm. or like even five people, whatever, you can if you take an average of all the things, yeah. all the games, all the possible combinations, you can be the strongest or the weakest. You can fall in one end or the other. Okay, fine. What was what was your point for that? You said against. I said you can be the strongest or weakest. Okay, but what was that for? I don't know. <laughs> so like the bully guy at the the strong guy. He, like, he probably thought that he was the strongest, right? He probably thought, oh, I'm, like, the best. He still went around, like, killing everyone. He killed, like, all the weak links. Like, the weak links are what's going to make it more, like, easier for you to win. You can, like, kill them later if you really want to. As a stronger player, you'd want to kill as much. If you'd you want to kill the strong people. He, like, kept his... That is actually true. Why did he kill all the weak people? That's such a stupid move on his part. Mm. If you kill the weak people, you're just left with the strongest, like, what? Yeah, I don't know. Did you think there's something romantically going to happen between the fourth boy? I did think that, yeah, but I'm glad it didn't. Yeah, me too. I'm really glad it didn't. Yeah. Some, I don't want there to be an element of romance to be in every single... Yeah, there doesn't need to be it would have been forced yeah and also like life's not like it it's not like every guy you meet you're like oh you know what i wonder if there's something more (laughs) i wonder if something will happen romantically yeah i mean with some people sure but like most of the people most of the people we meet breathe that no yeah no i i thought it was because um you kind of bond with someone like when you're in that situation and like it's like very raw and it's very kind of it's easy to feel close to someone. Yeah, I, I get what you mean. There was this thing. Uh, it was a really, really old movie. I'm not sure where. Mm. It was a very controversial opinion by um, an old person. They said, you put a guy and a girl together in a room for long enough, mm. they will fall in love. There was something romantic would happen between them. If you're given enough time, then I guess you could start to like them. It makes sense. I kind of agree with it but like at the same time i don't want to agree with it yeah it's like because it's when you fall in love with someone you want it to be like special because yes. you picked them yeah this feels like you can learn to love anybody yeah yeah but it's but, probably true but maybe you can you should you could love the person that you picked more 
I think, I think here's my um, theory. Mm. I feel like you can learn to love anybody, but like if that's only because like you put someone in a room long enough, or this case with arranged marriage, even yeah. forced marriage, not arranged marriage, mm-hmm. uh, they will fall in love. As in, like um, at least something romantic would happen between them. They might have sex. They might have children. They like care about each other. They care about their well being or whatever. Even that is questionable after some point if they start having fights. Okay. But something romantic would happen between them. As in, they they would something sexual would happen between them. Yeah. Because that's how we're built. Yeah. But only the people who actually fall in, who chose each other, would probably be in love for longer. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. As in, it's more prolonged. It's not just the yeah. chemistry between them. It's not just the honeymoon phase. Like, that's why you only marry a few people. Like, not a few people. Like, <laughs> you, you choose to marry one person, right? Like, after dating so many, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the people, you have to choose carefully because. Like, the love can feel the same at the start, maybe. Mm. But it's, it's like, what... We can stay the longest yeah. together. Because that's, like, the real trick, right? That is true. But, like, to be honest, though, I kind of lost faith in the whole thing with love. <laughs> do, do, do you know the... In um, How I Met Your Mother, the TV show? Yeah. I sent you this video. Mm. Um, just for the listeners who are, They may be... There's a scene when Ted Mosby is a guy who believes in love, who believes in destiny, who believes in soulmates and all that stuff. Yeah. And then after some point, he stops believing. A little bit each day, he stops believing. Mm. And then he asks his friend, so what, what, what do I do now, Shabatsky? And then uh, Robin, the girl uh, he's talking to, says, you stop believing again. You're Ted Mosby, that's what you do. But I'm actually... I don't believe in it. I feel like few people fall in, fall out of love and that's just bound to happen. Yeah. And I just feel like right now, like your life has so many hopes and dreams of what your life's going to be. Um, when you grow up, when you get married, when you fall in love, whatever. But when you get kids, whatever. But then when you're 50, when you're 60... It's just, I feel like my life would just stop. I would fall out of love. I would not have anything to look forward to. And everything would just be numb. We did as like a similar, we talked about this in our, I think our soulmates podcast. Yeah. Like where it's not like infatuation anymore when you're 50. It's probably your more like comfort. Comfort, yeah. Comfort, familiarity. What if it's not like that though? That's, again, a theory that we made. What do we know? We're 20 years old. Yeah, and when yeah. we made that episode, we were, like, not even 20. Um, and yeah. I'm just... And I know, like, this is not me. I'm a positive person. I always think, you know what? I'm going to be happy no matter what. Yeah. Um, and I know, like, the recent events, like, whatever, like, maybe maybe influencing my opinion to be talking like <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, that's probably it. That's probably it. But um, that does not change the fact, because I'm trying to think about it logically. Yeah. Logically, I'm thinking it's not going to be like fairy tales. It's not going to be Obviously. like movies. Really it's not like going to be like books. And all the information I have about this, most of it anyway, is about the media I consume. And all the media I consume is talking about forever love. No. Most of the media I consume is talking about. I always believed in forever love. I think forever love is very naive. That's the only love I'm used to with my friends and my family. So I believed, well, if that's what I get from my friends and my family, well, that's what I'm going to get from whoever I fall in love with. It's like a lucky few, I think. But also, falling in love with someone, getting married, spending your life with them until you're 50, that's not nothing. That's like a big deal. Like, even if you fall out of love at 50 or whenever, if you spend that time with them, like... It's meaningful. I don't think that that's love. I don't know, because I feel like once you're in love with someone, you don't fall out of love with them. It's probably naive, but like I think about, I think about the friendships I've had. I think about the love I have with my parents, my family. And I think, and I think about... I think people, family, family is different because it's very permanent. So is your husband. Your husband is your family. Like, they become your family. You live with them for 30 years. Okay, fine. They become... Fine. Yeah. And, like, they think about it. It's, like, all the people 
like some of the people you've talked like I've talked to especially like being um talking to older people as part of my placement and stuff mm-hmm. and they say the best thing I ever did was like marry my wife mm-hmm. and the emotion they speak of us I actually believe them they believe it truly that they marry their best friend not that they haven't had problems not that they haven't had fights mm-hmm. but they're still in love mm-hmm. it's a more comfort kind of love but they're still in love but I finding that mm-hmm. I've lost faith in that like it's just Nib, you're 20 no I know I'm 20 but like just think about it. how many people can actually say that what that they have forever love yeah like forever love like I'm still grateful I'm 90 years old but the best thing I've done is married my wife the, the day I married my wife the day I decided to marry my wife the day I decided to marry my husband that's the best thing I've ever done how um, many people can say that obviously not many but that's what you kind of aspire to achieve right You've seen it happen, so how can you not believe that it's... How can you believe that it's not real? You've seen it happen, so it must be real. Because I feel like you only get given a few people in your life... Right. ...that you feel that way about. No, I used to think um, people are people are the same. Mm-hmm. There's only, like, a few characteristics changed in most people. People in general are the same, so which means, like... There's not one different person, which means if you like somebody and they left you or like something happened, you broke up, you the chances are you'd probably find another person similar to that person who you'd fall in love with who would probably be better suited for you. Logically, it makes sense. But at the same time, probably this is my emotions clouding my judgment. I feel like I've already been given those few people I'm not going to get. I used to think, well... This person was, is perfect, except that person is not suited because of this. That because of this is there. Mm-hmm. But that person was perfect because, except for that one reason. Right. Or this person is perfect, but like, there's a but. There's always a but. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, but if you're, if you, if there is a but, then it's better that you didn't end up with them because then you'll be constantly thinking about that but for years. But there's all, there, there will always be a but. There'll always be a but. And the but does not even have to be like... Yeah, but if that but was enough for you to reject them, then it means it's significant. I guess so. It's really off topic. <laughs> yeah, what are you talking Why did this come about? Um, love interest in Squid Game. Okay, fair enough. Let's stop. Let's get back on topic. We have done quite a lot, actually. Okay. Well... With, on that note, we, on that very optimistic note. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed our detour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna say goodbye and goodnight mm. from Asia Niv and Manasi somewhere in India. <laughs> uh, Shout out to Manasi. Hope you're doing alright. Yeah, Yay. hope you're doing well. Bye. <laughs> You have been listening to Reasoning with Prejudice with Asia, Manasi, and Niv. And that's a wrap. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. <laughs>